Hi, I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. read about how the people of Israel had welcomed Jesus into Jerusalem on what we know as Palm Sunday, and then less than a week later, they're crying out to crucify him. I find in myself this place of like pain and anger, but honestly also like a a confusion and a pride. So the pain and anger seem to be that natural, even a righteous response to reading about God's chosen people going from joy and adoration of him to quickly turning into hatred of Jesus, the Messiah, my Lord. It's the confusion and the pride part that I find in myself, and I really want to eradicate it. So if we're reading through the Bible of how characters did and said bad things or hypocritical things, hateful things, and our response is to be confused and feel as it's like, oh, that's them, like I would never behave in such a way, then really we're fooling ourselves, and that's, that's rooted in pride. Pride was actually the very problem that caused the people of Israel's response. It was their pride in thinking that they knew best and they expected Jesus to be the savior that they wanted in overthrowing the Roman rule over them. And they, I mean, had they just listened to his words or studied through the scriptures, they would have understood that his mission was to be the savior that they needed to save them from their sin and not Rome. But if they understood this, do you think that they would have such a quick turnaround from yelling Hosanna to crucify him? So the people in the Bible were people just like us, like we're not immune to the fleshly failings that they faced. So if you're like me and you find yourself taking that perspective as you read through and study through uh, this week leading up to Jesus's crucifixion, it's time to take these thoughts captive and to just fully surrender the pride at the foot of the cross that that we put Jesus on. So how, how can we prevent that pesky pride from popping up its evil head? It's much easier to act justly, love mercy, and walk in humility with our God the way it says in Micah 6, 8, when we just stop measuring others by the standard of us. And instead, we need to measure them by the standard of perfection that we find in Jesus. When we study the failings of people in the Bible, we need to keep that like mental note in a place of where they're supposed to be. I mean, they're the example of a failing flesh that we can utilize, we can relate to, but to heed as a warning, as it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 6 and uh, 11. We need to remember we desperately need Jesus every single day of our lives. Otherwise, we're just like reading through and looking at these Bible characters to bolster up our own pride instead of seeing the depravity in our own lives and running to Jesus as our Savior. Psalm 139, uh, 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. When we rightly use Jesus as our standard, not other people, we quickly realize and remember that we all fall short of God's glory. None of us is righteous in and of our own self, and we all deserve death. But God's love in that costly gift of Jesus is the only thing that allows us to stand righteous before the Father as that new creation in Christ. So as we think on Palm Sunday, 
Let's take a look at how we'll be worshiping in heaven and the parallel of Jesus's first coming versus our heavenly worship. This is awesome. Okay, in Revelation 7, 9 through 11, it says, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God. Hmm. Let's join in the celebration and adoration of our King of Kings for who he truly is and not what we think we want him to be. Because only then can we really worship in spirit and in truth and proclaiming his praises. Maranatha. blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's crystal with a K.